0: sensitivity disclaimer for this episode. Here at Clit Talk, we know a lot of our episodes are entertaining and funny. This episode contains material that may trigger anyone who's experienced sexual trauma. Choose to listen when you're ready, and we're here to empower you. Hey, Clitorati. So this was a very interesting episode for us to record,
1: and there was a moment we want to be vulnerable with you that we considered not releasing it because we found out that our guest had some conflicting views from us, and we were scared to upset people. Just so we're clear, personally here at Clit talk we absolutely support sex workers' rights. We've said from the beginning of this show that we're not the experts, but we will create a container for conversations. We've also personally had people in our lives affected by the lack of screening on Pornhub. And while we're conflicted and we're not sure if the answer is to completely shut it down or to shift the screening process, It's completely unacceptable to us when people are victims of sex trafficking or any other form of abuse. We wanted to bring the conversation to you because we think it's an important one. As always, we're here to listen to you and to be the container. Just ask that you please be open to being in the dialogue with us as we struggle through this very difficult conversation. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the
0: show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For Your Wellness. Hi, Clitorati. You asked, we answered, and now we're digging a little deeper into the controversy with unethical porn. This past March, Pornhub started getting media attention. All press is not good press as the petition to shut it down started spreading to fight against their capability to post revenge porn videos and rapes of women and children. Not only did Pornhub enable this behavior, they profited off of it. Since then, 2 million signatures have been collected to shut it the fuck down because what has unfolded is not porn. It's actually sex trafficking of children and adults, pedophilia, rape, abuse, and exploitation, which are all crimes. (laughs) So today, we are lucky to have the founders of Exodus Cry, whose efforts are to hold the largest porn website in the world accountable for enabling and profiting off of mass sex trafficking, rape, and exploitation of women and minors. Without further ado, please welcome Benji Nolo and Lila Micklewaite.
1: Thank you. Wow. It's, very,
2: yeah, it's a very
0: important you.
1: conversation. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And, and I was sharing a little bit with them before the episode. This, this episode is actually really personal for me because I had um, somebody very close to me in my life actually be a victim. Of um, of this and had a video, they were filmed without their knowledge and had it uploaded to to Pornhub, and it it took me on this journey to begin to really educate myself because I as I hate to admit I was super uneducated about how unethical these free sites really are. So let's just jump right into this. Can you guys give us more of a rundown of what you've been fighting against with the Pornhub offenses and really give us um, a a look into this.
2: Sure. Yeah, Benji, do you want me to take that? Sure. Okay. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm actually the director of abolition for Exodus Cry and Benji is the founder and CEO. So, um yeah. He, he's a great boss and I'm honored to be on this uh, episode with him. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I started to look into... Uh, I mean, I've been combating trafficking for over a decade now and specifically looking into the issue of the intersection between the pornography industry and sex trafficking and exploitation for about eight years. And mm-hmm. anybody who's going to research pornography online is going to end up on Pornhub because Pornhub is the primary outlet for pornography globally today. It is the largest and is the most popular porn website in the world. It has 42 billion visits per year. That equals about 5 million visits to the site per hour. They have you know, almost 7 million uh, videos uploaded every year. I and mean, at any given time, they have almost 13 million biz- videos available on the site. And the whole thing is user-generated content, which means that people are out there with their iPhones and you know in their bedrooms and in the car and on a ho- in a hotel or in a back alley, videotaping sex acts and uploading them to the site. And what I came to realize through my own investigation was that Anyone can upload content to this site with no verification of the age or the consent of those in these millions of videos. So I can't under- believe
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I mean, either. It's, <laughs> mind blowing. It,
2: it really it is. It's shocking because Pornhub is is this brand name that people have come to trust in a sense because they're so well known, and people yeah. would expect this on the dark web, for example, but they don't think that you know the world's most popular porn site with you know billboards in Times Square and pop up shops for New York Fashion Week and you know things like that would. Would be operating this way, so like in under ten minutes, I was able to create an account with only an email address and upload test content to the site, which went live instantly. And so (laughs) I, I said, I started to connect the dots, and I said, okay, so people are under this deception that these are all, you know, they might look like teenagers, and it might say quote unquote young teen, but they're really just look like they're young. They're not actually kids. Um, right. where these are not, these women look like they're being assaulted and raped, but it's all just kind of play acting. It's just, you know, it's not real. And I came to connect the dots and there's some high profile cases in the media that I connected to. One of them being the case of the 15-year-old girl last year who was missing for a year. And she was found after 58 videos of her rape and abuse were found being monetized on Pornhub. And her mom was tipped off by uh, somebody who had seen her daughter on the site. And they actually were able to match the s- surveillance footage from a 7-Eleven uh, with the trafficker's face in the videos and find the girl. Um, and there, you know, which even last week, there was a case in the media of a man from Alabama who was a verified account on Pornhub who was a trafficker and he was abusing a 16 year old and again, selling those videos on the site. And so this, so I just became, I found all these examples of, of real cases where women and children were being raped in traffic for profit on the site. I wrote an op-ed about it in February that got published in the Washington Examiner and people were, like you all, were shocked and horrified to find out that this was actually going on. And what I came to conclude was that this, that Pornhub is the world's largest public collection of sexual violence evidence in existence and that they need to be held accountable. And then to implement legislation that would prevent this from happening in the future, which would require third-party age and consent verification. For every single person and every single video on one of these sites to to begin with,
1: mm-hmm. I just don't under... Because obviously, what's happening is illegal. How can how can this be legal? Like, wh- I don't. It. I'm. First of all, I want to throw up a little bit right now, and i My mind is just boggled <sighs> that this is actually happening in in the United States and all over the world. But it's like, how can this actually be happening?
2: I mean, I think it's because people were not aware. And I think that this right. is the first time that they've been exposed because they've been operating like this for a long time. And it's not wow. just Pornhub, it's, it's the tube sites, all the tube sites. And the tube sites are the way that people are accessing porn today.
0: Um, I do want to um, clarify, it's not just Pornhub. So MindGeek is actually the larger conglomerate and there's like 75 or something different. Um, is that the tubes you were talking about? Well,
2: MindGeek is the company that owns Pornhub and they okay. own a majority of the major tube sites. They actually have a monopoly on the entire porn industry because what <sighs> they did was like a Walmart where mm-hmm. they bought out all of the uh, the little kind of production companies. They rolled it all up into this one huge company and then they got the largest tube sites out there um, all under the banner of MindGeek. So you have Tube, um, uh, GayTube, Pornhub, and I mean, there's just a bunch of them. They own. They also own production companies, some of the biggest production companies. They even own Playboy's digital distribution. So they own really, yes, what? They own wow, a significant share, if not a complete monopoly, on the entire global porn industry is all under this one company, and this is how they operate. Um, yeah. So when we're talking about holding Pornhub accountable. We're actually talking about holding the world's, uh, you know, I, I guess the, you know the company that actually has a monopoly on global porn accountable for what they're doing.
0: I I just like, went on Google to look up MindGeek. This is a mega motherfucking tech company, like the mega of the mega tech companies. Like this is yeah. the, like Google, the Amazon. Like these are the guys that are like they're controlling our behavior online. They're controlling what we do online. And it's like <laughs> you said the dark web earlier, and I'm like, I feel like the dark web is the web now.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, oh
2: yeah. Well, you talk about data. I mean, so Pornhub is the eighth largest website in the world according, according to recent uh, reports, but they make most of their money um, on data collection of users. So whenever you go on there, you're actually agreeing that they will harvest your user data, including your locations or your IP address, your behaviors, you know, how long you spend on different. I mean, they. They get you to a T. I mean, they um, they collect so much information on you; um, it, it's unbelievable. And then they monetize that. So, um, and and they make so much money through advertising. So they're offering free porn, but they're, right. they're actually collecting all of your user data. They're selling advertisements, and that's how they're making uh, you know I would say most of their money. And yeah, so that's that's
1: exactly what's going on. What else needs to be done and what can people listening do to help? So
2: I think this is making a
1: significant public statement. It's putting
2: pressure on government officials. It's opened the door for me personally to go to the White House to brief their hedge human trafficking, wow. to brief the Department of Justice, the FBI, senators, the you know, different committees who are responsible for investigating these things. Um, yeah, I mean, so there's a lot that is actually going on. It's, it's mobilizing civil attorneys um and and having victims come forward so i think there's a lot that this petition is doing it's not just a signature on a page it's it's actually very very meaningful because people react when there's public pressure and this is this is significant show of public pressure and maybe benji you can talk about what more people can do um if they want to be involved and like get you know get <clears throat> uh, you know raise their voice together with what we're doing
3: yeah, I think right now, you know, the biggest thing is just continuing to drive this injustice to the forefront of people's conscience. Because what we're talking about when we talk about Pornhub is not just that this really, you know, faulty system is in place that allows for unprecedented amounts of actual videos of, of real abuse, child exploitation, so on and so forth are being proliferated to the masses for consumption. But we're talking about people who are featured in these videos, whose lives are are not just being ruined. It's a a unique kind of torment that they endure, um, unique to our generation, given the media landscape that we live in. It's one thing for a person to experience some kind of traumatic abuse scenario, sexual abuse scenario in our culture today, I think that we have elevated sex to such a degree. It's it's this very weird dichotomy where on one hand, we have almost deified sex in our culture. We have made it the end all be all of the human experience, while at the same time, completely diminishing its value, completely desacralizing sex in the process that it, it no longer means anything in our culture yet so but the way that sex is, is is mostly talked about in our culture is as this euphoric human experience which obviously it can be in that we sometimes lose sight of the fact that sex has the potential for yes incredible human connection pleasure joy fulfillment all of those things but it also has an enormous potential to bring Devastation, harm, and destruction into a person's life—maybe more than anything. And so, when you talk about somebody being sexually violated, we're talking about an unbelievable trauma that is invoked on that person. And you know, people deal with that that trauma differently. Um, but uh, but when when that person's exploitation is then memorialized on a site yeah. like Pornhub right. and consumed by the masses, it It creates a recurring trauma where, um, that, that trauma is invoked upon them over and over and over and over. When, when we talk about this kind of recurring trauma, um, I, I recently was, uh, interviewing a trafficking survivor whose video, you know, who didn't have videos of her on Pornhub, but she said that, uh, She said the way that she described the experience of being trafficked, she said that your your trauma is never allowed to breathe because it's constantly being invoked on you over and over and over. Uh, This is an obvious trauma. It's an obvious injustice, an obvious devastation to a person's humanity. And, you know, maybe optimistically or naively, we thought, well, we'll just bring attention to this. And surely, you know something will be done, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Pornhub's response was, "Oh, you're just a bunch of radical right wing." <laughs> they they come up with these ad hominem attacks against us, completely dismissing right. the actual harm of what their site is creating, and it's it's just it's a it it, it it's very it, it boggles the mind to think that there are. People out there, and also these large predator perpetrator, uh, industry, you know, companies out there, who are are more concerned about generating revenue and profit to fill their own bank accounts than they are the destructive, recurring trauma of children whose videos are being uploaded on Pornhub. It's it's difficult to wrap my mind around that level of uh, like a sociopathic disposition. So Lila has dug her heels in, in a way that I have never seen (laughs) in going after something. It has been a (laughs) relentless bombardment of bringing this issue to awareness, you know, to the point that oftentimes I... Can't read her Twitter anymore. <laughs> oh my god!
0: She is active and on
3: Sometimes that's what it takes. Can.
0: It is what it, it does, takes.
3: But it's so worth it. She's she's fighting for these people who don't have anybody else advocating for them. But all you know, porn consumers need to know out there is you know this idea that you know we can't. We can't be deriving pleasure from somebody else's pain. And, right. and so we're just mm. calling into question you know, the veracity of this entire model of online porn the way it's being distributed our world today.
0: If you want behind-the-scenes access, ad-free episodes, extended interviews, how-tos, and a ton of other surprises, support Clit Talk by joining our Clit Talk Confidential members only. A private safe space for our Clitorati. Go right now to patreon.com backslash Clit Talk Confidential. And for $11.11,
1: you can get all this and so much more. You know that at Clip Talk, we have made a promise to only represent products that we authentically believe in and would personally use ourselves. That's why we're so excited to share Dr. Christy Funk's supplements with you. She's my mom's breast cancer doctor and is guiding my entire family to make better lifestyle choices to go with our genetics. I started using them myself and I love the fact that I know that they were created by a doctor who has personally put in the research. So I know it's a quality product that I'm putting in my body.
0: I mean, I'm all about biohacking health and I love to know that I can just have a cocktail and then take one of her Cosmo Companion supplements to offset the negative effects. I'm super excited for her multi must-have. It's just like an awesome multivitamin. So Clit Talk signed up as an affiliate so that our Clitorati can get 10% off. So if you go to clittalkshow.com, backslash discounts and just go there and get your discount.
1: Because we're all going to be using them and so
0: should you. Boom. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And to that point (laughs) of the recurring trauma, I would just say that on Pornhub and like, you know, these other tube sites, there's a download button on these videos so that And it's not a download Uh, like you have on YouTube. It's a download where you actually, you know, those five million visitors an hour can actually download that that video of that crime scene footage and then own it and then re-upload it at any time. And that's how you know I I
3: spoke to a victim yesterday
2: who was 14 years old and she, um, you know, had uh, videos of her uh, on on the site and that you know it was her whole school. Saw it, it destroyed her life. And then they just keep getting uploaded
1: again, even though the police got involved, they just get uploaded again and again. So again. even if you take it down, once it, that, once it's on the internet, it's on the internet. It's, it's, a, it's an
2: immortalization of somebody's trauma. It One victim just said, my trauma, and my abuse is going to live on after I'm dead. And people are going to be gaining pleasure from my pain, even when I'm gone. And the thought of that was so tormenting to her um, you know, another victim said, My rapist put me in a mental prison, but Pornhub gave me a life sentence
1: because oh, wow. that's
2: what this does.
1: Yeah. So, wow. so is the so just to educate our listeners, and then I have a question for you is real quick, are we is the goal of the petition to actually completely shut it down or is it to make the screening process more rigorous?
2: Well, it's to shut it down because okay. look, anything less than that is an injustice to these victims. Got if it. you say, "Look, you know, you your your trauma was uploaded for their profit," you know, they knowingly enabled this. They profited off of people. They they let people own it all over the world, and we're just gonna. Ask them politely to change their screening process. Well, they've been asked that for a long time. I mean, even mm. in the the porn industry itself has been on them because their own content gets pirated over and over and right. uploaded again and again. And they said, "We need you need to verify." the consent and the identification of those who are in these videos. They don't want to do that. Their own senior community manager said online that if they were to verify age, it would devastate their traffic and their revenue. And that's not what they want to do. But not only that, we want to implement legislation that would help prevent this in the future by requiring these tube sites to verify the age and consent of every single person. And yes, it may devastate their traffic, or they may not have 7 million uploads a year. I don't
1: care. So I do, I do want to ask you because, um, you know, and it's, it's really, Benji, you point to the way that our country views sex, right? And our show is called Clip Talk. And what's really, kind of hilarious to me and one of the reasons why we have the show is a lot of people initially when they hear it they think it's offensive and then you think about well it's actually short for clitoris which is a part of the female anatomy and really like generally shifting that whole conversation and one of our commitments here on the podcast is to not only like get have people get that that's not a bad word that pleasure is more than sex and there's different accesses to pleasure um and that's really like our commitment here. We also... One of the biggest questions that we get from our listeners is um, how to find ethical porn. And we've had people on... I don't know if you've ever, ever heard of Erica Lust... Um, she's a female porn director. She also directs like softer porn, which is like not real porn. It's like soft porn, things like that. We've also had Nina Hartley on who is um, a huge advocate for sex workers rights. And we know that um, in the Sex Workers Manifesto that like you mentioned, there are a lot of people within the industry that support this as well. And, and my question to you is, do you believe that there is ethical porn out there? And how do you feel about that?
2: Really, the, the, the big issue here is that most people are not out there searching for ways to um, find women you know, or those in the industry that are uh, consenting and they want to you know, pay and all those things. I mean, most people out there are on the tube sites. Like, and that is the primary way that the world is accessing pornography today. And there's nothing ethical about that. There's, there's a lot of issues of unethical behavior in the porn industry that is yeah. not the tube sides. So when you're talking about regular production, I mean, think about Girls Do Porn, for example. That was a normal porn production company, supposedly, um, that was engaged in coercion uh, and, and force and um, all the elements of, of human trafficking. You know, it's just so it feels like it's endemic. And there's a there's a major, major, major issue that needs to be brought to light about just the way that the entire industry is operating.
3: Regardless if somebody agrees with my systems level analysis of the sex industry, yeah. that is kind of like one whole reality that we care a lot about because we work with survivors all the time. Um, aside from that, the Pornhub issue is an issue. I think that regardless of where somebody lands on the sex industry, we can all agree is very black and white. Wrong. What's going on with Pornhub? Yeah. And... yeah, that's that's what I was
1: going to say. Like, there there are some things that I one hundred percent absolutely agree with you on, and I really appreciate your candor and and your passion and and all of the hard work that you've both done. I am personally conflicted with some of the things that you said. But what I love is that you've encouraged me to dig in and and do some more research for myself.
3: Um, there's so much life that we can experience and and derive from the act of sexual intercourse and mm-hmm. all that goes with that. The fun, the play, the excitement, the exhilaration, the passion. We can agree on, on that, the value of, of human sexuality and its beauty. And, and I think we can all agree on the egregious nature of what is going on with Pornhub. And yep. um, so even in conversations like this, you know, where, where we may have differences of opinion, what we've tried to do with this Trafficking Hub campaign is say, that's fine. Like we welcome disagreement on lots of things, you know, yeah. if you are somebody who is a supporter of the sex industry, if you're a, a Republican, Democrat, if you're, a, you know, a uh, Buddhist, a uh, Christian, like regardless of where you are on so many things, let's find the areas where we are in agreement and exactly. work together to make a difference for things that really matter.
0: Exactly. But we definitely exactly. need more of that in in our current state of affairs. So anywhere that we combine unity, we're super grateful for. So thank you for everything that you're doing. Yeah. And thank you for being willing to come on a podcast <laughs> called Clit Talk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you guys, you know, the, the cl- cl- Clit Talk... I, I p- part of the, somebody called me out recently because I was criticizing the WAP video by Cardi B. And she said, mm. you know, she, and she said it in a very respectful way, but I really appreciate it. She said, you know, men have been writing songs like this for so long. And yep. why doesn't anybody get outraged when a male writes a song like this? It's only when a female writes a song like this, that we all, you know, become outraged. And and you know she was right, and and I thought you know that at some at some level that the this there is something very deep in our puritanical culture concerning women's sexuality and really the deprivation of women's right to own their own sexual pleasure and sexual mm-hmm. autonomy, and yes. so I do think that it is progressive to bring to the forefront you know um, a conversation about how females, how women can sort of like reclaim their own sexual agency, power, pleasure, enjoyment, all those things. And um, and so on that level, I, I do, you know, appreciate the name of your podcast and uh, and what you guys are are doing.
2: It's amazing what you guys are doing. I love I love what you're doing. Oh, and I I, okay. I want to see a world where women are are, are fully empowered to embrace an authentic sexuality that is mm-hmm. not shaped at eight years old by an industry that operates solely mm-hmm. uh, for profit um, without any regard for, for the health and well-being of, 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 that, of women and their future.
1: And absolutely. yeah, so let's... Yeah. Amen. That word? Amen. Well. Yep. And um, how... If people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? With you or...
2: um, they can... Hey, yeah. you can email me. Uh, it's lilamickelwade at traffickinghub.com. And especially okay. if you've been victimized, if you've, you know, I mean, any you can reach out to me, but if you've been a victim on one of these tube sites, we have resources for you. We have people we can connect you with. We have attorneys mm-hmm. who are interested in supporting you, therapists right. who are interested in supporting you. So please reach out and we'll we'll help you.
1: Okay. That's amazing. Thank you both for um, taking your time out of your, your morning to be here with us and um, really for... Everything that you're doing, there are so many people out there that see injustices and say, oh, someone should do something about it. And you're the the type Mm -hmm. of people that are actually doing something about it. That takes real power and real courage. And I personally thank you. And I'm sure there are many people listening that really thank you for the work that you're doing to really get into action and make a difference in the world. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Likewise. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. And with that, that, Clitorati, we will see you next Tuesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, at clittalkshow, for your clit fix in between episodes.